0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mind Split Cafe. My man, Matt, how are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great this early morning. It's fantastic. I'm having a great day. <laughs> yeah, don't sound too enthused there, man. What is it, <laughs> like six, 6, 7 o'clock over there?
1: It's early, man. It's early. The early bird gets the worm, right? That's all I, I got to say. I'm, I'm excited to be on the show. And this this week, we've got a fabulous roundtable and I can't wait for you to introduce them, Chris. So take it away and let's have a conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we have the board members of TAP. Um, so TAP is Texas Addiction. I'm sorry, Kyle, how about you tell me what it is?
2: <laughs> it's the Texas Association of Addiction Professionals.
0: Yeah, nice. sorry about that. But yeah, we have the board members of TAP here today. We're going to discuss a bunch of things, and one of them being the upcoming symposium, May 9th and 10th. Some of y'all might have heard the interview that we did with the individual board members. Uh, so that's just going to be an expansion on that interview uh, in, in a whole episode. So I'm excited well, about the symposium. Wanted... It's, May, it's yeah, May 9th, right? I, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. May 9th and
1: 10th. Awesome. Uh, is there a free barbecue? Because that's the only reason I there's, like free there's free something
0: There's free yeah all right free education i love it colleen i love it <laughs> so we'll start with colleen colleen if you if you want to introduce yourself to our listeners and, and kind of run down your position in the on the board and we'll just go down the line we'll do lane then kyle after that
3: okay um my name is colleen Hargrove, and i am the advocacy chair for the tap austin board um and and what i do is i you know i i I participate in the different advocacy stuff that we did. Like for instance, last year, I went up to Washington DC with NADAC um, and did the day at the Hill. And so we were able to meet with legislators regarding all of the key issues that um, TAP and NADAC are bringing to the table um, for, to help meet the needs of what we need in the community. Um, I also work for positive recovery center, um, Right now i'm serving as the interim executive director because i'd stepped down and i'm also managing the round rock outpatient
0: center okay and lane how about yourself
4: hey uh my name is lane lamalia and i am the treasurer for the austin uh, chapter of pap uh i'm the money guy so i make mm-hmm. sure that we have enough money to operate um and if we if we need money for anything, um, you know, any events that we want to get involved in, uh, I kind of authorize those, those payments. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I kind of just help out with any other nuts and bolts stuff that's needed.
0: And well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're an interventionist, correct?
4: Yeah. So I also am a mental health and recovery coach and interventionist. I'm nationally certified as a recovery coach and I'm certified as an interventional intervention professional. Uh, I own Helm Recovery, A-P-L-M Recovery, and it's just me, not a big company. I just go out and do interventions about every week, and I carry a caseload of about five to six coaching clients, coaching and case it, management.
1: You know, honestly, it it doesn't have to be big. You know, like you said, it's <laughs> not a big, it doesn't have to be big. You're, what you're doing for the community, whether you're saving 10 lives or you're just saving one, like, that's a blessing in itself. So kudos to you
4: appreciate it appreciate it I like to keep it small yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and kyle uh, kyle i know you're uh you're a little far from austin right now but you want to introduce yourself in a quick rundown
2: yeah absolutely um my name is kyle withrow i am the co-secretary for the board um i think i've been on for coming up on four years in this position um I take everybody's emails and uh, RSVPs <laughs> and try and keep people organized, but not as, you know, it's like herding cats sometimes. Um, and then also I'm on the, I'm a, what do I do for a living? I am the director. <laughs> I mean, I am not the director. That is not my role. I am uh, on the business development team for Rock Springs Hospital in Georgetown.
0: Okay. So we're a detox and mental health stabilization awesome yeah nice. thank you for that and meredith how are you doing today meredith
5: i'm good thank you good
0: morning meredith
5: good morning i am a meredith muir i am a licensed professional counselor supervisor and a licensed chemical dependency counselor um, on the tap board i sit as vice president and um in this role i support our president and uh, we'll be preparing to transition into the president role in the next couple of months, um, and I work with teens and adolescents. Um, I oversee a recovery high school here in Austin, and um, called University High School. And then I also oversee um, our other program called Keystone, which is a peer-led um, support program after school for teens and their their loved ones. So.
0: Yeah, I, I love that little program that you got going on. I think it's very much needed, and it, it, I like the structure of it. It's pretty interesting, Matt. I'm gonna have to talk to you about it. It's definitely an interesting structure. Well, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's get started. You know, today we've we've gathered here today to kind of discuss uh, the upcoming symposium, May 9th and tenth. And a little bit of what Tap does in the Austin community. So let's let's get it started. Who this, wants to start? where, just so
1: everybody can know where is the symposium being held. Obviously in Austin, you know May 9th and tenth. But where exactly is the location?
2: It's at the Austin South Lake Hotel, South, okay. Park. South Park, South Park, South Park Hotel. Thank you. It's Austin, this is the first South time Park we're Hotel. doing it. Yeah, this is the first time we're doing it there. Um, it's a it's a much larger venue and which enables us to bring in a lot more speakers from all over the place. I think we have 23 speakers right now over the two days broken up into three rooms.
0: So paint, paint our listeners a a quick picture as to what the logistics is going to look like. Day one starts at this time runs to this. Like, can you give us a little insight onto how it's going to look, how it's going to run?
2: Um, I can I can hopefully, fingers crossed, walk through <laughs> what it's going to look like. Um, so like Meredith was saying, she's going to be taking over the position of president this year. And so Brittany Bass, the current president, and Meredith are going to do the welcome presentation from 8 to 8.30 on both Thursday and Friday. Um, and then Thursday, we're going to be starting off with our keynotes. Speaker who is Lauren Laurie Halloran Striker, Striker, who is the asso- associate dean. Can you tell? I, I'm sorry, her title is so long. I mean, Laurie's yeah. amazing. <laughs> She's amazing, but her title's like three paragraphs. I'm trying to put it into marketing <laughs> material, and I'm like, can I break this down a little bit?
1: Her business card is a scroll.
2: You know it know. really <laughs> is.
5: Yes, yes. She um she sent me her bio yesterday, but she's a professor at UT, um, right. distinguished pro- distinguished professor. Um, and she's divided her whole her whole life is is recovery. You know, she's a person in long term recovery. Um, she recently earned a lifetime achievement award from Recovery People. She is a you know um, a researcher and is published and is so accomplished and but above all of that she is the best human and um we're really honored to have her as At our behavioral interview. health yeah. so. really we fun.
4: understand the journey yeah,
0: to mental that's, wellness that's
2: awesome
3: Mm-hmm. So the our dedicated I team Laurie, I was offers personalized to event, care for adolescents, and we're in the adults, lot. It's, and
2: seniors. It was so she goes, we hey, focus hi. on
4: individualized you know, treatment I'm plans,
2: goes, addressing really nice a wide range of mental <laughs> health <laughs> needs, <laughs> That's our evidence-based there. practices, <laughs> yeah. and trauma-informed and care. And ensure off, sensitive I mean, and effective she, treatment. She's, she's one of the Palms for Behavioral Health, healing minds, of empowering lives. Um, into the Austin area she's amazing she's amazing and then we're after Lori we're going to be broken up into three separate rooms we have speakers from different parts of the country all over the state of Texas um speaking on I mean the title of our our event our symposium is it takes a village to recover and we really I think touched on so many different touch points of the recovery process in our speaker population. Uh, We brought, I mean, we have speakers from everything from um, law enforcement, first responder, veteran recovery, to nursing recovery, to women with um, pregnant women, detoxing, eating disorders, trauma recovery, uh, family of origin recovery. We have peer recovery coaches that are going to be speaking. We have um, one of our long-term uh, people in long-term recovery from the local community is going to be speaking on twelve steps and how that inter- has how that the twelve-step process in recovery. I'm, am I missing anything? I mean, we have, and, and it's great because hard. it touches on everything.
1: Yeah, it sounds like y'all got everything covered. I mean, that yeah. sounds like that business card that's a scroll,
2: right? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> now I just have to figure out how to get them all schedule. with their own time. <laughs> Three rooms.
1: That's <laughs> a lot of email intake to, to yeah, try no and, and devise that schedule, you
2: know? Yeah, and we have people literally coming in from Philadelphia. We have people coming in from Idaho. We have Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, obviously Austin speakers, um we have one coming in from new orleans we have so we have people coming in from all over the place to be able to come in and speak it's going to be pretty awesome
1: now you said this is the first time that it's being held at the south park hotel in austin right but how many years have y'all been doing this symposium like this isn't obviously the first year i'm just curious i want the audience to know that this has been an ongoing thing for you guys correct
2: yeah this is our 14th year i believe Wow. Um, Even during COVID lockdown, we did it virtually, which was really interesting to get everybody together for that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, this is our 14th year.
0: Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations
1: on that. I'm always curious, you know, and forgive me, but I'm always curious of why people do what they do, right? And so, in no particular order, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but why, what is your why? Like, I know y'all all have full-time jobs and y'all, you know, volunteer to be on the board. And I think that's, you know, amazing, but what is your why? Like, why did you get into the field? You know, so go ahead. Anybody, Colleen, you haven't said anything. So Colleen, what, what is your why Colleen?
3: So my why is um, I'm a person in long-term recovery myself. I'm also somebody that grew up in a house um, with alcoholism. My dad's been sober 45 years. Um, And so I, you know, I've spent pretty much my entire life seeing recovery and seeing Mm -hmm. the evolution of treatment um, and how we went from treating people in the 80s. I'm not going to lie. I was in treatment as an adolescent. And so just the difference between what we did in the eighties versus what we do today mm-hmm. in 2024. And there's been so many, um, developments, so much research done. We have so much more information about how it affects people, how it affects the brain, how it affects the family unit. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things about being on the board is like everybody that's on the board right now. And since I've been a part of it is so passionate about, you know, treating things from different perspectives, you know, it used to be a one size fits all, either go to AA, or you're going to die, and you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. you know, we know, that's not the case today. We know that there's so many other factors. And when we see people that are, you know, chronic relapsers, it's not because they didn't work a thorough four step, you know, and that used to be the belief, you know, yeah. we've got trauma, we have underlying issues, generational trauma. So, you know, that's what I do what I do
1: i love that i could just once you got like once you had that that platform and you know we you your enthusiasm just like you were so (laughs) adamant about what that passion yeah there's that passion you could you could hear it in your answer and so kudos to you i think that's an amazing why um meredith you're you're Hmm. you're up so what is your why
5: yeah, I was a teen who struggled greatly with mental health um, and later on substance use in my, in my twenties. But when I was a teen, I went to many therapists that were awful, like just awful. And then I, I won't went- name them
1: here. So <laughs>
5: I, know, right? I don't even remember their names really, but I do remember the name of the woman who changed my life. A therapist That's amazing. When I was 16. Her you name want to was- give her
1: a shout out? What's her name?
5: Gina Novellino. and awesome. when I when I got licensed, I googled her number and called her. It was just like a <laughs> whole career
1: You've because of me.
5: you, yeah. <laughs> like I can That's remember awesome. being on her couch at sixteen and and saying, "I'm going to be you someday. I want to do exactly That's amazing. you're doing." So, um, and anyways, and she remembered me. She was shopping at HEB, and it was the coolest experience. <laughs> we cried, and like it was just life changing. So when i went to school originally i just went to be a therapist um not just a therapist but um to be a therapist and and then i I found myself just kind of wanting to do more in the organization and i so I worked for ten years in a residential program for teens um and was a therapist, and then you know found my way to being program director over the years so that's a huge part of my why and then being on this board i I really wanted to be an advocate for teen recovery. There's not very many of us here in Austin that are really passionate about that and mm-hmm. um and I also wanted to be a clinician with some experience. We have Colleen, but you know, the board typically is um, people that are in like business development roles. And so I wanted to advocate also for the other side as well. So.
1: I think that's an amazing. I love your story. Now, I have one question though. Yeah. You, is she now your like one of your friends and mentors? Like,
5: no, um,
1: oh, y'all got no, no. Friends,
5: I know, <laughs> I know. We, we were like, yeah, we need to get together, but you know, I mean,
1: you need to at go hang out in H-E-B, was... Meredith, that's what you need to do, she's, yeah.
2: she's walking
5: around <laughs> somewhere, I, I do, I need to, but at the time I, uh, I was working in residential, and if you have ever worked in residential treatment, it's kind of all consuming, and I just didn't have time for much, and, can I give
1: you some so, advice, yeah, I know, just just met, table. but you need to make time. This woman, this woman, like, make my life. You just said it, and I've got it because we're recording, right? <laughs> you just said it. This woman, this woman changed your life. You were laying on that couch, and you said, I want to be you when I grow up. I she changed your life. She single handedly, like, Can't spearheaded cool. you in another direction to where you are now. Not just on this podcast, because that's irrelevant, but yeah. Like, the professional that you are now mm-hmm. and the savior of lives that you you treat like she helped you finger. do that. You yeah. need to make the effort.
5: I know. Well I did at first. <laughs> oh no, but now I, now I went back and I I tried to in my defense I did try to refind her phone number on Google and I can't find it.
1: We're so, gonna find her I was chris gonna say amazing I can find it chris <laughs> can <laughs> chris can find i've got i okay. i own a, a marketing and p r firm okay. and uh that produces this podcast Six ten marketing, mm-hmm. and I've got people we'll find her bring and, back. um then bring we're gonna mind. get her on the show and then we're gonna have like a doctor Phil or Oprah <laughs> moment we're gonna bring you in <laughs> and surprise her and then
5: it's, the
0: ratings are gonna be amazing okay okay yeah. <laughs> Chris, we got to get to work on that. <laughs> I actually have a question for you, Meredith. And, you know, off camera, we kind of discussed the um, the lack of adolescent programs in the Austin area. Mm-hmm. Um, so just discuss that real quick before we jump over to Lane or Kyle, um, kind of discuss the, the lack of and, and how your organization is trying to turn the tide on that.
5: Yeah, um, and it's not just in Austin; it's really Texas in general. Um, I recently did, if you do the SAMHSA treatment finder, I counted 306 adult programs in Texas, and I counted 26 adolescent programs in Texas. Um, and and some of those, I'm like. Mm, really still even open. I'm not really sure. So, um, and many people shy away from treating adolescents. There's a lot of, um, liabilities and, and whatnot that come along with it, but I'm a huge advocate. I say they're no different than your, you know, kind of honorary 20 year old or, you know, 23 year old. Um, they're just a little bit closer to that inner child, um, and, and very much can tap back into it a little bit easier. Um, and so, yeah, our organization provides, um, support, but we're not treatment. We, we provide peer led support, recovery support. And so we have groups and social outings and we do parent groups and and things like that. But there's one residential program here in the Austin area, but again, it's primary mental health and, um, and it's insurance and and cash pay and uh, the the kids that I worked with had no funding. And so, um, there's a huge need, and that program is shut down now. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a huge need for for teen support, for sure.
1: Well, we got to get the money man laying on 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 it. So <laughs> yeah. the money
4: yeah. down.
5: Come on, yeah. man,
1: like, you know. none
4: of this is my money. No, um, I
2: <laughs> I'm, very clear.
4: I'm just trying to interject, clarify the conversation. That's
1: it. So that's all. I just took that cue as an opening, like money. All right, Lane's the money guy. Let's let's introduce Lane. So <laughs> go ahead.
4: Well, my my why, my why started when I was when I was a, when I was a teenager. Um, you know why I work in this industry. I got sober when I was eighteen. I'm thirty five. I got sober when I was eighteen, and when I was nineteen, I went to Starlight Recovery Center, and I think I was out like maybe 14 months and they kind of looked the other direction and hired me. Uh, And I haven't never looked back and I've been working in treatment for the last 16 years. And so I really haven't known anything else. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's all, I I, I grew up, you know, in my adult life into an adult in recovery, in treatment. Um, And I've worked in facilities for a long time uh, going everywhere from, overnight behavioral tech to executive director working at detoxes residentials uh and iop and php programs um and a lot of what i do now is based on so i had i had five and a half years sober and then i relapsed and in that five and a half years i was raised in this very militant uh recovery atmosphere you know Mm -hmm. yeah throwing the big book at you you know kind of what like what Colleen said if you don't you know if you're struggling if you're not happy joyous and free all the time then you're doing something wrong Um, and I ended up relapsing I ended up you know drinking um and uh, a lot this last time I got sober was in prison and I'm coming up on nine years now nine years sober but I, I and I went back to working in the facilities. But what I saw was, you know, like Colleen or like Meredith said, it's all consuming. You work in treatment, you work at a facility, you're there from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and then you're on the phone answering emails, doing everything all night long. And I feel like the the input is not uh, it, it, it it doesn't correlate to the output and the success that we had that we see. Yeah. Um, and so what I do now is, you know, I own Helm Recovery and I do recovery coaching interventions. And so what I try to do is, you know, uh, Matt, kind of what you were saying is just trying to really cater to these individuals to really, really get a lot more you know, higher success rates. And and I, I work a lot more with the mental health side of things. I have, uh, you know, I work with schizophrenia and schizoaffective disorder on a, a coaching case management basis. Um, and there's just, you know, I think we can all attest to that. there's just not enough resources. There's not enough people out there out there doing what needs to be done um to help our community. And um yeah, so my story is a lot more details, it can get a lot more interesting. Uh you can come <laughs> but back I'll, anytime. Yeah. I'll i I'll
1: I'll
4: leave my story at that and my my role on the you know, being on the tap board, um I I think it was election season like a couple years ago and I had got, I was in tap and I was like what is this kind of organization of you know <laughs> marketing people and uh, yeah. uh, and you know cuz it's traditionally just been like a marketing thing you know it's been a marketing mm-hmm. organization um and then we got we built this new board a couple years ago and you know, a lot of different people. And I'm not, I'm not clinical, and I'm really bad at marketing. I, I I'm not a good marketer. You sound like me? Um, right?
1: That's exactly who I am.
4: <laughs> I've, I've I've tried that that role, um, and uh, that's why I'm not in it anymore. <laughs> not very good at it. <laughs> and so, you know, we 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 go and we have these board meetings, and we we all have these discussions of like, what can we really do? You know, we we have we're all trying to really support. You know the addicts and people with mental health challenges and all this out there. But what are we doing for our own? What are we doing mm-hmm. for for us? What are we doing for all the other professionals that are struggling? What are we doing for you know the tech that's working overnight over there across town, who's really? I mean, do text relapse all the time. You know, we hear it all the yeah. time that that people are relapsing, people are really struggling, and where's the support there's not a lot out there you know you so you're think thinking that you, bigger you,
1: picture you were this is this yeah. is why you got into it you were thinking bigger picture how can we not well, yeah.
4: just help the addicts, yeah i mean how
1: how can we help yeah. the support system for the addicts pretty much
4: absolutely you know who's going <laughs> to yeah. help the helper and yeah. um and that's a lot of what the symposium is for too is you know everybody come together not just marketing and business development representatives but therapists director of operations executive directors all the all the nuts and bolts people that actually make all this work and how do we create our own community that's based on, um, you know, mutual aid and, and helping yeah. each other. And so I think that, you know, this the board that we have right now is amazing and we're really excited for, for things to come. And, um, another thing about the symposium is I think this is the very first time we're doing two days, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's How's all it always been, it's always just been, it's always just been one day. And now we're expanding into two days so that we can offer even more to the community. And <laughs> not just our community, but all, you know, Kyle said it, everybody's yeah. coming from around the country.
1: Are there tickets being sold at the symposium? Like somebody hears this and they want to go and they want to participate. Like where can they buy tickets? Where What is the kind of the process to to partake in the symposium, this two-day, first-time, two-day symposium? Uh,
4: so
5: you can go on our, you our web, website. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're all answering. To,
4: you can go to our it.
5: website. Yeah, it's tap Austin AustinTap.org.
2: AustinTap.org, yeah. T
1: A A P dot org,
2: right? T-A-A.
1: All right. Yep. And last one, what's your Kyle. why?
2: So my why. No, I I actually kind of just fell into working in recovery when I first I have I've been in recovery since 2005 and when I first walked out of treatment I started working for an investment group in marketing and branding in Los Angeles and then moved out to Austin with my wife and our first one we had another one on the way and um, the company I brought with me to Austin I got a phone call one day close the door. You're not getting paid. Tell the landlord, sorry. Wow. And it was the first time since I was probably 14. That I didn't have a job and I'm sitting at home with my wife and she's eight and a half months pregnant. And she's like, ah, suck it up. It's all right. We're going to be fine. You know? And, um, Shout out to your
1: really, wife. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, no. And that's, I mean, cause she was the one cause it really got into my head and I'm depressed. Sure. I'm like, Oh, I'm a failure, blah, blah, blah. All these things run into my head. And I'm sitting on the couch and she just said, you know, go, if you just go get a job at Starbucks, if you need to just do something because you're depressing me. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) you know, wow, thanks. honey." Um, And I actually walked into the um, Austin net, which is the TAPS monthly networking meeting. I stood up and said, you know, hey, I'm Kyle. I actually said, I was so used to AA meetings and 12-step meetings, I stood up and said, <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and, Rural you memory. know, yeah, exactly. And I was like, at a podium, I was like, oh, so used to it. Um, and the intro
1: work though, I'm assuming. It
2: did, you know, and yeah. I literally, <laughs> someone handed me a business card and <clears throat> said, <clears throat> excuse me, we're looking for a marketer. And it was actually with uh, the company where that's how Meredith and I met, because I started working at the um, treatment center down where she was. And then I've been, you know, in marketing for business development and recovery for coming up on 10 years. Wow. It's been a long time coming up. Yeah, on I was going to say, I
5: think that was 2013.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm old. Yeah um and no
1: we don't use that guy we use the word seasoned here Seasoned, well
2: seasoned yeah. An aged yeah yeah like a fine wine that i can't drink anymore yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. yeah you know um but my 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 family and i we 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 travel a lot and we kind of took a sabbatical for was supposed to be six months. It was two years. And we took our kids and we traveled around the world with them and brought them to twenty eight countries and um ended up we're supposed to be coming back to reality. And I the tenant in our house said, Hey, can we stay for another year? So I called my sponsor out in LA and I said, Hey, do you have anything I can convert into a house? And he's like, Well I got a school bus out back. Um, and it's a long story he runs a museum and he's got collections he's got a lot of things and he goes yeah I got a school bus out back so we moved into a school bus for a year and um, we travel around the U.S. and Canada for a year and when I came back my position there was a position open at Rock Springs at my hospital I work at currently and I, like I was telling Chris when I was recording yesterday I go I didn't know I had mental health problems until I got sober. You know, everybody yeah. else did but I didn't really know I had mental health <laughs> problems, you know.
0: Yeah. Once you um, stop self-medicating it all came rushing in.
2: Yeah, and it comes in and I'm like what is this? You know? And I was like why am I angry? Why am I sad? You know, and it was like there was so much going on um and I and I really you know, we've all touched on it, kind of that that true, that co-occurring disorder, that mental health with that substance use, you know, and oh, I got man. sober at old school AA. Shut up, sit down, take the cotton out of your mouth and put in your ears. No yeah. one wants to hear from you. You're new, you know. Yeah. I mean, how I went to meetings in LA where you weren't allowed to speak until you had five years sober. Oh, geez. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I it, like mean, had some, it had some amazing
2: speakers come in, But it was a whole different mentality, you know, and and I think that being an advocate for that mental health aspect of it um, is is really why I joined the tap board was kind of bringing in that influence of that mental health, you know, and like Lane said, it's like, you know, it's that mental health of everybody that works in recovery, too, because there's so much that goes on that. But you have all these professionals that go, "I'm supposed to be the professional in the room. I can't go to another my my counterpart that I'm supposed to be you know like on the same level with and talk about what's going on, yeah, you know <clears throat> and that takes down a lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of people because they can't open up about it and so um, I think what brought me to the board mainly was that bringing in that mental health and that substance and <laughs> No, i i thought when i got sober i was gonna get fixed you know 30 days walk out you know i'm gonna be farting rainbows everything's
0: (laughs) gonna be great (laughs) didn't quite work out that way
2: yeah everybody's gonna be fine with me you know all those people i screwed over they're gonna be happy and give me high fives and a parade and stuff i'm a swore i gotta stop swearing i'm old uh but yeah that's that's my that's my why
0: yeah, that's, that's a, fantastic. I love everyone's life.
1: There's a reason why there's a, the like kind of Lane touched on it. The there's a new energy for the board, and it, it's a mm. new direction. And you can see, just kind of y'all's individual backgrounds, even though they are completely different, right? I don't think anybody else but Kyle's lived in a school bus, but um, <laughs> not but, sober. <laughs> <laughs> not sober, but given the fact that there, you know, y'all have such individual stories, you can still feel the, the synergy that there is a purpose, like it's purpose driven, like, you know, Mm -hmm. for whatever your story is, it's brought you to helping others, you know, and there's that synergy. And so I'm super excited for the symposium. Y'all obviously two days now, it used to be one day, like, come on, you got to a bigger venue that speaks volumes for what you're doing, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to kudos to you guys. Like you keep doing, you keep doing God's work. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, during the, uh, the quick little introductions of yourselves and your wise, um, a few of you had mentioned, uh, the motto or the mission statement, which is it takes a village to recover. What, what does that mean? I, I know we did in the interview we kind of discussed that, but for the listeners today, what is? How'd you guys arrive at that motto, and, and what does it mean to you guys? Anyone?
3: We have you know. <laughs> everyone. Go, go ahead, everyone.
5: Meredith. Go ahead, <laughs> Meredith.
4: You go first.
5: Okay, we were kind of talking about this year's symposium and wanting to reach more people and, um and broaden our, our reach, if you will. And so we were like, you know, what can we, do you know when we're thinking about recovery, it really it's not necessarily one lane that helps everyone or one avenue that helps everyone. It really it takes a, everyone's effort, a collective effort, and it takes a village. And so um that's really where we we landed with the the motto. And then the more that we dug into it, I love I'm like, can we do it every year? It takes a village because it's true, it's so wonderful. So
1: yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna I I'm gonna be that. your village right now, Meredith, and I'm gonna say find that woman. <laughs> find Gina. find yeah, I, Gina. Thank you. Thank you. Find thank Gina. You. I'm going to be your village. You, okay. You know, I will share my contact information with all you guys after the show, and I will, Chris and I will find Gina. We'll, we'll find yeah. her. Okay. Yeah. She's from New Jersey, and it doesn't matter. I okay. uh, we, we can find her.
5: But I think she lives in Austin, so yeah. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be able to find her. We'll
1: find her. Yeah, we're gonna find her. There's Mm -hmm. definitely she's got to be on TikTok or something. So you know, I'm just kidding.
5: She's older, (laughs)
1: y'all. I'm just kidding. (laughs) she's gonna
3: be like this old client stalking me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, she's got a MySpace. We'll find her. So it's
3: all
5: (laughs) good. Maybe.
1: Well, well, thank you guys so much for for you know. Sharing your time and your story, um, and, and talking about the symposium, um, I think it's going to be a great event. I know Chris is going to be there, I'm definitely planning on being there. Um, I, I can't wait, I think it's going to be great. So, you know, and you guys are friends of the show now. So, if ever you want to come back or make an announcement of what's got what you guys, you know, the great work you are doing or an event that's coming up, then please, you know just reach out and you've got a, you've always got a space on the show i we'll agree just send the invoice to lane so you know. yeah. <laughs> <the> money, man. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding lane i'm kidding so all right so any anything else anybody want to kind of give a last minute shout out besides meredith and gina gina if you're listening come on you, i gotta reconnect <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say AustinTAP.org, austin a dot org to right register. Here. Yep. And then we also have some sponsorship opportunities if people want to come in. And we usually have about 40 to 50 booths set up for different program and resources for clinicians, clinical team. And the good thing is, is kind of It Takes the Village goes into that resource fair, too, because we have... we we try and touch on everything from nonprofit resources all the way through to aftercare.
0: And if someone's interested in uh, being a sponsor, who do they contact for that? Is it Lane, the money man, or? It's actually,
2: there's um, a link on the website is you can register or pick sponsorship in the same place.
1: Okay. Cool. perfect dot Austin, Austin, yes, org. AustinTAP.org.
2: And also, awesome. also want
1: to
4: let anybody listening know that, like we kind of touched on before, that you know, tap symposium, Austin. That the you know, symposium is the one thing we do a year. It's like our big event. But we do, we're doing stuff all through the year. And you don't have to be clinically licensed. You don't even have to work in treatment to be a part of what we do. I you love just, that. you just need to show up. You, you know, just show have- up. You just, just
1: need to have. You need to be purpose driven. You just need to just want to show up. Yeah. Even if you don't have a purpose, even if you're looking for your purpose,
3: and, we'll and you just, you, <laughs> we'll yeah, we give yeah. you a purpose. If,
1: yeah. If
4: you're just you looking a for a community, yeah. then, then you can come on, come on board.
0: And, and Lane, what what's that event that you guys do? It's Austin Net, I believe, is what it is. It's Aust- a monthly yeah, Aust- meeting, correct?
4: Austin Net. It's the second Wednesday of every month,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: um, you can follow us on Facebook and instagram just often tap and there's announcements we do posts all the time with information about where it's going to be it, it rotates from you know different venues um okay. from different venues and there's free lunch every month so if, if you just want to come drive a bite to eat and meet some cool people just look for us on uh, the social medias and find us every month and then we'll be there
1: that's fantastic yeah. guys you guys are amazing and i can't I can't rave about you enough. Like I, I can feel it that y'all are doing some great work and anybody that comes in contact with you, I'm just going to tell you, you, you guys are a blessing to them because I can, I can really genuinely hear, you know, what you guys passion. do and and how awesome you are. So kudos. I'm just giving you your flowers now. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, right. I appreciate we, it. We can, yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Um, I, I think you guys show a lot of passion and, and determination in what you do. Um, a lot of people are lucky that you guys are doing what you're doing. Um, so I, I want to thank you for coming out, joining with us, and joining us on this podcast and kind of sharing your information, your drive, and where they can find information on tap. So we do appreciate that.
1: Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Until
0: next week, it's been another great episode of MindSplit
1: Cafe. Check out the symposium for austintap.org. It's May 9th and 10th at the Austin South Park Hotel. And if you want sponsorship opportunities or more information, again, go to that website, austintap.org. And you get to hang out with some great people. So, you know, Colleen, Lane, Meredith. Ooh, excuse me. Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) I have I got Spartan you. rainbows, Kyle. So uh,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys are awesome. And thank you so much for joining the show. We'll see you everyone next week. Thank you.
3: Thanks for having us. Thank you, guys.
2: Like we weren't supposed to come up with something this clean. <laughs> like
4: something happened.